yes, Lord, you know I love you. He said, feed my sheep. He asked him that three times. Amen. So, uh, sheep feeding is pretty important. Amen. Uh, receiving the word of God is pretty important. Amen. And, and uh, sometimes I feel like there's not enough time to say everything that needs to be said. And, and uh, uh, because we get busy and... Uh, you know, it just seems like sometimes we leave God out to let other stuff take that place. But man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It is so very, very important. I believe God's waking up the church, and I believe great things are happening. And uh, so uh, we've been talking, really, we talked about it last Wednesday night. I didn't. Uh, get that one posted on the internet. By the way, the the last couple messages have been on podcast and they're on the internet. So uh, you can listen to them on podcast as you go about your daily business. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, so we started Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So, uh, uh, death and life is not in the power of God, or it's not in the power of the devil. It's in the power of the tongue. It's in the power of our tongue. Amen. What we say is so important. And then, uh, you know, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, For verily, verily, I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe, that those things he says will come to pass. He will have whatever he says. So there's something to do with saying. That's your words. Uh, you got to say the right thing. And we talked about it a little bit. And going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, uh, that, that pertains to everything in life. Your words are so important. And, and, and uh, you know, we talked to... People ought to know we're Christians. Not because we got a uh, I Love Jesus t-shirt. I'll show you my back of this. This was a Christmas gift. This is from Dufresne Ministries. Amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. But I like it. And Misty's got one too. Uh, but, you, you know, they ought to know by the way you talk. Amen. You shouldn't say words other people say. And my goodness, society's getting worse. It's going downhill. You know, I told it, you know, I heard a lot of a minute of it. In a few minutes, four or five people were standing there, and it mixed male and female, and it seemed like they were having a cussing contest. I'm going to top that. Blankety blank, I'm going to top that, blankety blank that, and, and they weren't talking about nothing. And that's, that's, what's, that's the best show on TV? Somebody help me. So, so that's not good. And then we, we need to be kind to people. And, you know, we need to watch your mouth. Grandpa said if you couldn't say something good about somebody, don't say anything at all. And, and uh, uh, I used to really preach about this strong. I mean, when we first started the church, I had a sign out of James 3, the tongue is a fire in the world of iniquity. Oh, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. How great a forest fire and its tongue is a 
set on fire of hell. And, and you know, I'd preach on that because I don't like people saying mean things to people. And I don't like people bullying people. And let me, let me say this and just spell it out real quick, clear. If somebody, you know, you get around somebody and they start wanting to talk about somebody and they start running them down the road and kind of making fun of their weaknesses and their flaws, guess what happens when you're not there? They're talking about you and they're making fun of you. And that's no good for nobody. And let me say this, let me say this. If somebody told me something bad about somebody, even if it's not even true, but somebody says something bad about somebody, and then when I meet that person, my first impression is still going to be tainted by what that person said. So we need to get a grip on our lip and not be saying mean things. We need to be kind at home. Amen. Uh, glory to God. And, and certainly children ought to treat their parents with respect, but parents ought to treat their children with respect. But there ought to be honor in the household. A husband and wife ought to uh, be kind to each other. Uh, you know, I told this story, and I'll tell it again uh, because it's true and it makes such a point. Uh, Dad had some teenage kids, and one of the daughters had gotten in trouble. This is a made-up story. Uh, one of the daughters got in trouble for saying mean things to another uh, girl at school. Got in trouble, and she ought to have gotten in trouble. I don't know if they even do that anymore. Well, they have to now because bullying people have taken their lives because people said mean things to them. Don't do that. It's not cool, it's not funny, it's evil, it's not good. We don't do that. We don't bully. And adults don't bully either, amen. Just don't do it. And, and prejudice, how demonic and how bizarre to, 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 to have something against somebody because they're another color on the outside. We could line up every color person in the world right here and go down and cut every one of them till they bled and the same stuff's coming out. Amen. We're all the human race. That is so demonic. And some of us have been exposed and got, got poisoned by words that we heard other people say. And it, it, it sticks for a while. And you, you might have to get your mind renewed to get that straightened out. This girl, she got in trouble for, for, uh, for uh, saying mean things, real mean things. And so her dad, uh, he was a wise man, and he took her out by herself was having a talk with her, and he took her out in the backyard. There's a big tree in the backyard. He had a big hammer, uh, three big 16-penny 16 16 nails. and he, he started the nail, and he said, you know, drive that in. And she hit it a couple licks, and it went in some. And he gave her another one. said, drive that one in. And gave her another one. Drive that one in. And uh, uh, then he, he said, look here at the claw hammer. He said, you can pull that out. And he said, told her to pull them out. So she pulled the nails out. And he said, you see there, the nails are gone, but the damage is still done. And see, that's why words are so dangerous. It's like gun safety. You know, if I was teaching gun safety, you know, the one thing that you say, once you pull the trigger, you ain't getting the bullet back. It's not coming back. And words aren't coming back either. Amen. You know, uh, I used to, I hadn't always been saved. And even sometimes when I saved, I wasn't always wise. And had a smart mouth on me, and, and I've said things to people I wish I could get back, but I can't. I've hurt people with my tongue. I wish I don't mean to do it as a preacher. I know I do, but I'm you know I can't apologize for the word of God. But I don't want to you know I don't want to wound somebody. Uh, you know the Bible says a brother offended is hard to be won. Amen. So we we just need to be careful as Christians, and 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 I know some some people are raised up, you know, proud. 
Well, we're going to speak our peace. We're going to stand our ground. We're going to, you know, and some people are raised to, to not take anything off nobody. You need to stand up and speak your peace. Well, you just need to pray that out and, and, and wait on God a little bit. But do I need to say this? Because let me tell you something. Every time you say something, it does put a, put a hole, and you may not be able to fix it. And, and uh, then, you know, what did I say? Miss Woody said, uh, uh, let's talk about that Sunday. My junior English teacher, she's a smart lady. She wrote stuff on the, the, on the bulletin board. Uh, and they were, they were, some of them were scriptures, but she didn't, she didn't say it was scriptures. Uh, and she said, she wrote, it's better to keep your mouth shut and let everybody think you're ignorant than it is to open it and remove all doubt. Amen. Listen, you know, young people, I know there's a lot of pressure that, you, you know, you got to be the center of attention and stuff. You, you, you don't have to be foolish and talking nonsense to be, to be the center of attention. You know, just walk with God and His anointing will be on you and you'll have the, the right kind of friends, all that you'll ever need. And you'll, you'll meet the right people. You don't have to worry about it. But this is where that comes from, Proverbs 17, 27, 28. He who has, has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he's considered perceptive. So, amen, you're better off to be quiet and let everybody uh, think that you don't know anything and, and than it is to open your mouth and let him know he, he really don't know nothing. Amen. And then, then we, we, we looked at James 3 and, and uh, what is there, uh, 17 verses here I want to read. Let's look at James chapter 3 to get really rolling again. Hallelujah. And going to take it just a little bit farther, and that's what we're going to keep doing. Get as far as we can and, and uh, let this change our lives. You know, God wants to change our lives. We may be good, but we could be better. Amen. Hallelujah. We may have climbed up a little, but we can climb up a little bit more. Hallelujah. And if we're really down low, He can lift us up. Amen. He's got something for everybody. Brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. And that's true. Uh, for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, uh, able also to bridle the whole body. So uh, it's hard not to stumble in word. This is a serious subject, amen, and people do it. So listen, let me say this. If you've done it, that's what the grace of God is for. And we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. The purpose of the word is for instruction in righteousness and correction to help us get a grip and do better, amen, uh, because we're not perfect. Uh, indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Uh, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder, rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and is set on uh, and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an empty, I mean, it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue. Amen, but God can. 
the Holy Ghost can. With it we bless our God and Father. With it we curse men whom have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done by uh, done in the weakness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace uh, by those who make peace. Glory to God. So, so uh, really, verse 4. Let's, let's start there. Look, at, look also at the ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Amen. And, uh, you know, boats drive different than cars. If you've ever been in a boat, you know, a car has pretty instant where the wheels are pointing, that's where it's going. But a boat's operating on a rudder. And, you know, typically on a car, uh, the front wheels do the steering. Well, on a boat, it comes from the back. So it's different. It's, it's fun. But you try to back one up and maneuver one, it takes a little bit of practice to get, to get good at it. But even great big boats, the part that moves it is just a little little bit in the back. Even these gigantic uh, battleships, amen. And you know the 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 big uh, pirate ships and and the the big sailboats had great big steering wheels, you know, and and stuff. But really now it's just a little control that that controls a great big rudder. The rudder may be half the size of this room, but the boat's you know uh, goes halfway to the square. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not really that big. Uh, but just a little bit controls it. So what this is saying uh, is your words are your future. That's how we turn this big ship of life, by what we say. If, it, if you don't like where it's going, we can change the direction of it. Amen. God can't lie. Amen. And the, see, the devil wants us to overlook stuff like this and get hung up on rules and regulations and skip this stuff that will make a difference in your life. Amen. I guarantee you that there are not too many successful, let's just say, athletes, uh, world champion boxers, who said, well, I'm just going to be a loser. You know, I don't care if I ever, you know, if I get knocked out in the first round or not. No, they had a drive and they said, I'm going to be the champ someday. I'm going to be the champ someday. And they got in that gym and they worked and they sparred and they moved up. Amen. I'm going to be a champ someday. There, 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 there's, 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 you know, successful people. Successful people don't say, I'm going to be broke. I don't care. I'm never, you know, I'm never going to mount to, I uh, don't nobody get mad at me. I love everybody. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. But I was eating at a Pizza Hut, and it wasn't in this town. It was one of the next towns over, sitting there eating lunch. And some kids come in. It was about the end of school. It was about, you know, it was, it was getting close to graduation. 
And they were talking, what are you going to do after you graduate? And someone said, well, I'm going to go to Western. You know, well, I'm going to get a job down here at so-and-so. And one said, I'm going to get a crazy check. Amen. I'm, I'm, he probably, he's probably done it, you know. Hallelujah. And your words are your future. Amen. And you need to learn that and understand that I'm going to be successful. I can do all things in Christ. Don't say that's too hard or don't say I'm afraid of that. Amen. Say what you want. Amen. Now listen. You don't have a choice in whether or not you live by words. Do you understand that? You don't have a choice. Your tongue is your rudder. Whether you like it or not. You can say, I don't believe that. I'm not buying that. Well, see, what happens is, amen, whether you believe it or not, what you're saying is still you got your rudder going everywhere. And when you talk crazy, it goes crazy. Amen. When you talk negative, it goes negative. When you talk straight, it gets, it gets you going straight. But then you, then you got to stay, you know, you got to stay with the plan. And we want to say God's words. We want to say the promises of God. Amen. God's got a future for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And He does if we'll follow Him. So uh, you don't have a choice in whether or not you live by words, but you do have a choice of what words you live by. Amen. Are you listening? That's, that's really, really good right there now. You ought to write that down. Amen. Now we've been made righteous in the new birth. We've been made children of God. Amen. We've received the gift of righteousness. When you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, uh, uh, we're made righteous. Amen. Jesus took His very own blood and covered all the sin. Now, I may get mad about your sin and get upset about your sin, but you know what? Your sin really doesn't bother God anymore because the blood of Jesus has been put on it and, t- and taken it away. Amen. So you need to understand. You may have messed up a bunch. Amen. But the Bible says that we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We are made righteous in God. Amen. And, and what we got to understand, God's Word is powerful. It will not return unto Him void. God's Word in His mouth created this earth. But God's Word in our mouths is still powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, we, we already know it's the rudder. So if we say what God says... Hallelujah, that's just even more powerful. You're going to be successful. Amen. But, but we have the right as Christians to say what God says. Amen. He said whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We do that with our tongue. Amen. You don't have to yield to fear. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. You don't have to do that. So get thee behind me, Satan. God is my refuge and my strength. Amen. Nothing shall harm me, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say what God says. Don't say the wrong things. Say the right things. Amen. Uh, 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 Romans 10 and 6 says the righteousness of faith speaks. Amen. uh, So we've got the right to speak. Amen. Uh, uh, Romans 10 and 8 says, but what does it say? What does the righteousness of faith say? It says, the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So we've been given divine authority to speak God's word in his name. Everybody, everybody does. I, 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 I think it's good for people to pray for other people, especially baby Christians. It's good to request prayer. I want you to pray for me. Amen. We take prayer requests. People come in here wanting to pray. But the Bible says in James... 
Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Uh, let him sing songs. But I came when I came into Christian this last time amongst Pentecostal people, it was almost like, well, a baby Christian, you ain't got no authority. You need to get Sister Parnell and some of them saints, them prayer warriors. You know, some of them say prayer warriors. Amen, and that's, that's really all they are. They just worry, and worry is not prayer. Amen. Oh, but you need to get one of them saints. Get the saints praying. Amen. Like we couldn't pray. But you've been made righteous. And God's word in your mouth, when you believe it in your heart, is just as powerful as it is in my mouth. Amen. Or Brother Copeland's mouth, praise God. Amen. You need to learn that and not forget that. You've got a weapon. The word of God is alive and powerful and sharpened into it. We just have a tendency to forget it. So you'll see people, uh, you know, asking prayer and having people pray for them. I remember one church, and it, they were just really strong on everybody getting the pastor to pray for them for this and pray for them for that. You know, and I, I thought, you know, gosh, somewhere along the line, we need to learn to pray for ourselves. And we do, we, we do need to rethink this and, and come alive in praying for ourselves. Are you suffering? You know, there ought to come a time where you don't call the pastor. Amen. If you are suffering and you need me, call me. I'm glad to help you. But you, there ought to come a time, amen, when you can pray for yourself and realize that you've got authority. If you, if you, if you treat a devil, amen, you cast him out. Praise God, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, even these children. Praise God. Amen. I heard one preacher's son that was at a youth camp and uh, uh, I don't know, seven, seven years old, maybe not even that old, but uh, they, they had young, younger kids, you know, elementary kids, and they were ha having a, a kids' camp, but it was a Holy Ghost kids' camp, and there was a bunch of them in a room praying, and the pastor's son, they, they'd been having some awesome services, and he'd been watching it and observing it, and he come running in there and jumped up in there in the midst of them, and he said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost! And they all fell out and was all speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Well, God's word in his mouth was just the same as God's word in God's mouth. And we, and we got to learn, is if you're suffering, you pray. You bind the devil. You be, now, there may be times it's, it's hard to do. I, I woke up one night and it was like demonic shadows. And, and uh, I was just learning some things. And I didn't have a good teacher teaching me this stuff. I was trying to figure it out on my own. And I wasn't learning much. And uh, I, I was really being taught to fear the devil, basically, to a certain extent. Uh, and that's why I was taking it. And uh, I was smothered, and I couldn't breathe, and such fear just got me. And I felt like I was choked, and, and uh, uh, I couldn't even move. I was just paralyzed with fear, and I couldn't, you know, wake nobody up or nothing because I couldn't move. So I just started, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And I broke that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, I'd been anointing all my windows with oil so no demons could get in. I'm telling you the thing. You, 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 oh, hallelujah. If somebody would just told me, praise God, that God's word in my mouth was, was powerful. It didn't have to be in somebody who'd been on a 40-day fast. Amen. And, you know, give a man glory or something. Amen. You can speak and declare things if you'll believe it in your heart, if you'll take advantage. And matter of fact, we're supposed to. Gosh, I'm wanting to get ahead of myself, but, but, uh, 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 
the woman who kept going to the judge, the parable. And, and he, she wouldn't leave him alone. She wouldn't leave him alone. Will you avenge me? And he said he feared no man. But finally he said, all right, because you keep coming to me, I'm going to do this. Amen. And there's another parable that's very similar to that. But what those are saying is, God don't want you to give up. He wants you to come boldly before His throne. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and to have the audacity, to have the boldness, to go ahead and ask. You're the one who said, I'd reign in life as a king. You're the one who said, if I'd believe in my heart and confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, I'd be saved. You're the one who said, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be white as wool. Amen. You're the one who said that. Hallelujah. You're the one who said, ask and you shall receive. You're the one who said, knock and it shall be opened. He wants us to be tenacious, not little old sissies who bow down. Well, I have to get somebody, you know, who's lived better than me. Amen. Or I can't really praise God because I hadn't really been, you know... When we start, when you start knowing who you are and hiding that word in your heart and drawing nigh to Him, you, you'll live right because you'll want to. Amen. Not because you're doing it to try to get Him to love you. Taste and see that the Lord is good. It doesn't say clean yourself up for about six months and then try to taste. It says taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. And as you draw nigh to Him, it's like I said uh, Sunday, it's like running water in your dog's bowl. The washing of the water by the Word. As you draw feet, start feeding on the Word of God, pressing, you, and you know, your flesh is going to resist that for a while because it, it wants to watch Gunsmoke or Yellowstone or whatever it is you watch. Amen. Hallelujah. And you need to turn it into the Victory Channel. Amen. And start feeding on the Word of God some. Amen. Hallelujah. Instead of negative stuff. Glory to God. We've been given divine authority. All of us has. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. King James says afflicted. And suffering is what that means. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're going through something, you pray. I bind you, devil. I rebuke you, Satan. Get off of me. Hallelujah. I mean, let's look at uh, Mark chapter 5. This is some, uh, some real practical applications of this. Hallelujah. That your words will work. That, that what you say is involved in receiving from God. Amen. We hear all kinds of religious prayers. We would do good to learn. You know, uh, Bob Rogers said it years ago, and I got it. Don't pray the problem, pray the answer, or pray the promise. Amen. You know, and really, if you can't find some scriptures that go along with what you're believing for, then you might not need to be praying for it. Amen. There ought to be scriptures that line up. Now, verse 21, Mark chapter 5. When Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for twelve years, and she had suffered many things from many physicians. She would spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. 
when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly, when he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them aside, he took the father and mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kumai, which is translated, Little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. So here's two powerful miracles, but there's also two chances you can see that these people were speaking the word of God. Amen. One of the rulers of the synagogue came, verse 22, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of the de death. He described what was going on, and then this is what he said, Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. So that's a pretty powerful confession right there. Amen. Oh, dear God, what am I going to do? No, so he, he had some faith. Uh, so he was on the way, and then this great crowd came, and then this woman with the issue of blood came through the crowd, amen, and pressed in and touched his garment, verse 28. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Amen. That's the power of words. That's saying the kind of things that we need to say. And, and what do we say when, when, when we go to get prayer sometimes for, uh, for healing in church? We get, and, and, and they'll get some oil, and oil is a symbol of the Holy Ghost working. But there also needs to be some faith. It says, pray the prayer of faith. Amen. Let me tell you something. Making a cross on their forehead with oil, and say, Father, if it be thy will, uh, let this person be healed. That is not the prayer of faith. That is the prayer of unbelief. It is his will for him to be healed. And you need to say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Don't, don't go pray for somebody and say, if it be thy will. We got the word that's his will. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're taught to pray the prayer of unbelief instead of the prayer of faith. Amen. You've got to say the word of God. Amen. And then the answer come. That's, that's a great little story right there. So you've got to say the answer or say the promise. Uh, Romans 10 and 8. Well, what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. You need to speak the answer. You need to declare the answer. Amen? You need to say what you want. And uh, he's given us that authority. We have that 
uh, that uh, promise, amen? And we need to be doers of the word. So you need to say it, you need to do it, amen? Uh, that lady, she came pressing through the crowd, amen? She didn't say, I'm sick, I can't go. She, she had enough gumption to go. He, uh, Jairus had enough gumption to go get him, amen? Hallelujah. You got to be a doer of the word, amen? And, and, and stay with it, amen? Uh, hallelujah. Arise, take up thy bed and walk. Sometimes if you watch Miss Gloria, she'll, uh, on Saturday morning, she'll, she'll tell them, now do something that you couldn't do. And, and, and uh, sometimes you need to do that. And uh, we need to receive it. Of course, we receive by faith. We're believing the promises of God. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the, the things which are not seen are eternal. So many times, you know, we think I've got to have a big manifestation before I got it. Amen. And it just doesn't work that way. Amen with God. Holly, and then we think if we don't have the manifestation, we're, uh, we're uh, manifestation watching. Amen. Rather than believe in God. Well, I've said it now. Well, I'm going to see what happens. And, and, and people lose their healing. Amen. You've got you to stick to your grounds. You, I receive it by faith. We do not look at the things which are seen but the things which are not seen. It's not what you see. It's the Word of God that you're believing. Amen. The things we see are temporary. They're subject to change. But the things which are not seen with the natural eye. Amen. The spiritual things. They're eternal. Amen. And then you got to tell it. Amen. you got to talk. Don't get a prayer for healing and, and believe that you received it and then say, well, I know the Lord's going to heal me someday. That's not faith. I know I'm going to receive my healing's going to manifest someday. That's not faith. Amen. We're healed. Amen. We believe we receive. And, you know, we've got a lot of tradition in us that we've got to get out. Amen. And we just keep working on it till we get it out. We'll just keep running fresh water in the dog bowl and wash out all those leaves and crud till we get it right. Amen. Hallelujah. You've got to tell it once you receive it. Amen. Uh, Revelation 12:11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Amen? So you got your testimony needs to be, uh, I'm healed. Amen? Now listen, you don't have to go to your unbelieving cousin who thinks Pentecostals are crazy or word of faith people are crazy and tell them you're healed and, or, or, or be on the job and snot's running all down your nose, and you say, oh, praise God, it's good to be healed. And praise God, <coughs> I rebuke you, Satan, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. You don't, they don't say to, 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 you know, you have to speak to unbelieving, but you do have to hold fast your confession, and that's what that's where we're going to go to uh, next time is holding fast, amen. Uh, but I, 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 I believe we're going to come up higher. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe he's calling us up higher. I believe in my spirit. This is what I believe in my... I'm stirred about this. I believe in my spirit that uh, it's a new day. It's a new time. Amen. It, 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 I know too much about insurance, health insurance, because Misty's a case manager. How it works, but there's only... Some of y'all know, some of y'all may not. Uh, but but there's only a certain time of year when you can change your insurance, health insurance. Y'all know what I'm talking about? 
And if you're gonna, if you, if you don't get in on the changes at that certain time, you got to wait the whole year till it comes back around to what is it, like November or something. I I I, I, I believe some of us missed some of this the last time. Amen. And we've had to go all the way around the mountain. Amen. It might have worked a little bit here and a little bit there because our our execution was weak. But I believe we're coming in a new time. Now, oh Lord, help me, Jesus. Lord, help me, Jesus. Amen. Listen, you more mature people, just because they say it on TV, it's a better deal, don't necessarily mean that it is. I know too many people who signed up for the better deal. Well, you'll get $121 in your checking account every month. Yeah, but the thing about it is that what you're getting $121 back on, they, they, they may not uh, okay to do all the tests and stuff that your doctors want done, and it's not it doesn't cover everything. That the one where you don't get 121. How many understand? Sometimes it'd be better, better to have everything covered than to have 121 dollars at the end of the month. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm just saying, and I, I just, I just almost get upset because they're taking advantage of elderly people. Amen. Amen. Who see that commercial and say, "I'm gonna call and get my zip code," and they got a bunch of good old boys and good old gals on there. It's, it's a scam. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know several people right now, I know several people right now who made the switch. And they're, they're hurting. And they're hurting. Amen. So I didn't say no names. Some insurance company comes after me. Y'all bail me out. Hallelujah. Amen. But that's the truth. But I believe we've been going around the mountain. I believe we're coming to a place in the Spirit. I believe this. I believe the Holy Ghost showed me this. There's a, there's a new season right now to lay hold of things, to come up higher. Amen. And then we go around the mountain the next time. Amen. It's going to be different because faiths come, come, uh, come alive in us. Amen. And our authorities come alive. And we're, we're not just, you know, uh, I need to get somebody to pray for me. No, you're praying for things. You're taking authority over things. You're helping people. You're praying for people. Nothing wrong with praying for people. You understand me. I'm not, but I'm saying some of y'all, you know, that, that, that's like a 13-year-old wearing diapers. Amen. When there's nothing wrong with them. And, and mom and daddy have to change their diaper. When they make a mess. That ain't right. Amen. Hallelujah. How many knows that ain't right? Amen. Hallelujah. You're supposed to get out of them when you're two. Or, or, or you know, something like that. Maybe before then. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. But we got to grow up and get this. And I believe we are. I believe he's given us a grace. And I believe, I, I, I just believe people are waking up to prayer. Amen. In, in every revival that has ever been, there were people praying for it. And crying out for it. Amen. If this whole world's running out, and it looks like it is. If time's running out, who's the storms we've seen? You know, this crazy COVID, this pestilence that we've had. I mean, everything is just point. The, 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 the wickedness in our country. And I know, I know it's all diabolical. And, you know, if you read the book of Revelation, there, there were kings that... That, that committed fornication with uh, Jezebel but, so they would have power to rule. They wanted that power to rule. I saw one senator, she's been there, uh, uh, I guess, longer than I've been alive, I guess, nearly. And she said she's going to run again, 80-some years old. She said she's going to run again. Amen, because she don't want to give up that power. Can't think of living without that power. God power crazy and boy is it ever being abused and, 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 and messed up everything's crazy in this country 
Amen, we're running out of time. Everything's craziness. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. Turn on the news. Amen, so we're getting closer to the end, so we've got to get this harvest in. Amen, and it's going to take faith. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. And so he said his Word will not return unto him void. Amen. I believe what, I, what I'm getting and what I'm giving to you is taking me up higher. Put me on another level. Amen. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. We're getting ready to see some stuff. We are getting ready to see some stuff. Amen. We, 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 uh, even here in services, I'm telling you, stuff's it's, it's simmering up. Amen. It's getting the little bubbles are starting to come up, and it's getting ready to get to a boil. I believe it. Amen. And, uh, but do you understand what I'm saying? It's a, it's a new chance. To, to take a hold of things in a whole nother way and, and take us to a whole nother level. Amen. Glory to God, and it'll work for teenagers. It'll work for children. And it'll work for middle-aged people too, praise God, for us middle-aged folks. Amen, because man's days will be 120. So a little over 60, that's just middle-aged. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. You, word, you said your word would not return into you void, but would accomplish that which you proposed it to accomplish in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. We, we have ears to hear what your Spirit's saying, and it's stirring us, Lord God, to, to believe and declare things and not take things for granted, but to lay hold of your promises. Glory to God. To, to uh, pray for the lost. To declare that the scales of blindness, the God of this world has blinded their minds with, would fall by the wayside. Declare every chain and every fetter broken off of them. And freedom for them in Jesus' name. We yield ourselves to you. Lord, touch our lips with a coal of fire. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Lord, we're believers. We're going to act like we believe. We're going to be doers of your word. It's a new day. It's a new day. Hallelujah. We're taking heed how we hear, and we're taking heed what we hear. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say this. I'm a doer of the Word. I'm a doer of the word. Not, a Not a hearer only. When I'm afflicted, when I'm afflicted I, will pray. I will pray. I will pray the Word of God. I will pray, I will pray out the victory that belongs to me. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And I'll boldly confess what belongs to me because you said it and we believe it. And it's so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Brother Hagin, when he got this, when he was on that sick bed, he said, I'm a whiz at praying. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> he, he thought... Uh, the prayer of a righteous man avails much. And the devil said, well, you ain't righteous. You got mad the other day. And you throwed a temper tantrum. Throwed his, uh, throwed his tray, got mad at his mom and grandma. And he's on the sick bed. Teenager, you know. Throwed his tray. And, and then he went, went to pray. And the devil said, you, you, you can't pray. You ain't righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Then he found out that he was. Made righteous by the blood of Jesus. He said, I'm a whiz at praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You ought to say that. I'm a whiz at praying. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I can call the things. You young people, you pick somebody up and pray for them to get saved. One of your friends, pray for them to get saved secretly. And the Lord, show me what to do. 
Hallelujah. We'll hear testimonies. We'll hear testimonies. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I believe we're going to see it. Amen. Well, hallelujah. That's about all I got right now. Appreciate everybody coming. We'll see you Sunday morning.